Hello, friends, and welcome to the show. This episode of HR Oxygen is brought to you by the Boss Builders. That would be us. Hey, for this year, we are really ramping up our training options. Now, post-COVID, we did a lot of virtual work. We had our Art of the Great Boss Masterclass. We had, I think, 15 or 20 different cohorts go through it, and we still have cohorts going through it today. It's a great program, one session a month for 13 months. But we also realize that audiences are ready for us to come back on the road and visit them at their house. And so we are implementing a couple of new programs. Well, they're not really new. Well, one of them actually is very new. The first one is our two-day driving results on-site management skills workshop. This involves learning how to manage people, learning about yourself, learning how to motivate, lots of exercises we do together, lots of opportunities to practice. Our second option, though, is a new hybrid option. And so what we wanted to do with this one is to establish an entire year with an organization. Three in-person, one-day on-site visits with virtual sessions in between. So in the in-person sessions, we can really work as groups. We can do some practice, some skill practice, and then we can touch base throughout the year with those individual virtual sessions. So that is our second option. We're obviously going to continue our Art of the Great Boss cohorts. But finally, you can also license and teach our curriculum. We've developed it to the point where really anybody could step in. There's a very robust train the trainer guide. I will also come on site and teach you how to teach the curriculum. So you could do it at your own time, your own pace, your own schedule. For information on all of these programs, just check us out online at thebossbuilders.com. Have you ever walked into your house at the end of a workday and looked inside and said, you know what, I just can't do this right now? Because when you look around, your house is cluttered, it's dirty, there's stuff laying all over the place, and now you've got to get in there and deal with it. And then it's not just cleaning, it's organizing. It's making sure that what you have is the stuff that you need and getting rid of things that you don't want. For many of us, that's a task and a process that we don't even choose to do. Now, if that sounds like you, then this episode is exactly what you've been waiting for. Our guest today is Shane Bone. Shane Bone is a professional organizer, and what she does with her company is helps individuals get organized, get rid of clutter, make a process and a plan to get it more effective, and help you reclaim your house, and maybe, in some cases, your sanity, right? So I really enjoyed this. We had Shane on the show a few years ago. We brought her back this time, and her company has grown and expanded. She has a virtual option now. And so as you listen to her talk about, you know, thinking about organization, think about how your house or your place of business is organized. And maybe you'll get some good tips from Shane today at the end, give you an opportunity to reach out to her if you need more help. So let's let Shane do the talking. I am not the most organized person in the world, so you would not want me doing this episode. You know what time it is. Let's make sure the personal items tucked under the seat in front of you. Make sure the seatbelt is buckled low and across your hips. Time for us to taxi to the runway. Should the cabin lose pressure, oxygen masks will drop from the overhead area. Please place the mask over your own mouth and nose before assisting others. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the HR Oxygen Podcast, the show focused on the overworked, overwhelmed, and underappreciated HR professional. And now, here is the host of our show, the boss builder, Mac Monroe. Shane Bone, welcome back to the show. 
Thanks, Mac. I'm excited to be here and join you and your audience today. Well, I thought about it, and I thought it's been a couple of years, and then you corrected me and said it was about two and a half years ago. And uh, we sort of made the comment that in the years between 2020 and today, so much of it's a blur. And I think we had probably done this when COVID was on everybody's mind. And so to kind of shorten the intro, you are a professional organizer, I guess would be the title, but you're the owner of Simple Steps Consulting. And what you do apparently now, and you're going to tell us about this, is you help people get their stuff together. And maybe that's what a lot of us are needing. So uh, Shane, I will let you go ahead and tell us about your background and yourself. And then let's talk about what it means to get organized and what it looks like. And maybe give us some examples of some of the things you've done. Because I know there's got to be some great stories in here somewhere. <laughs> yeah, sure, Mac. Absolutely. So um, I come from a varied background. I've worked in corporate America. I have been primarily entrepreneurial and a self-starter, have run small business. And by far, this is the largest business that I've run personally. Um, I've had uh, opportunity to serve in both ministry and outside of ministry. And really what I have determined is that through all of those years of different experiences, travel and, and just general life experience, I have been able to kind of create and develop a skill set that has always allowed me to kind of lead and develop team. And through that leadership and develop of team, I've been able to apply that to a business model now with uh, Simple Steps Consulting that allows us to, um, as a team, go in and really help our clients to simplify their lives by taking things off their plates that they just really don't have time for anymore. Yeah, that sounds like pretty much everybody. Now, I want to go back to your background a little bit. So full disclosure, you and my wife, Barb, met uh, on Guantanamo Bay, Cuba, of all places. And then later, the three of us reconnected in the Washington, D.C. area. And I always remember you as being an entrepreneur and thinking about different things to do. And then you relocated to Pennsylvania. So I had no idea that you were into this. And apparently you've had background that led to this. When was the moment that you realized, I'm so good at this, I should be doing this for a living? Well, I kind of laugh when I share my story because this really goes back to childhood. I remember my brother um, when we were both probably four and five years old, you know, being told, go clean up your room. And my mom would say, you can't leave your room until it's cleaned. And he would just sit there with his pile of mess and I'd clean mine up. And then I'd look at him and say, do you want to pay me? I'll clean your room too. <laughs> <laughs> and that was, I feel like, kind of where my start with organizing really began. Um, I think there is a, uh, for those of us in the field, um, there is just, uh, it's ingrained in us. It's a part of who we are. And um, so it's been a part of everything I've done over the years. It's actually how I've landed most of my jobs because I've been able to go in and kind of streamline a process or show someone how they could do something a little bit better or clean something up that really just needed a special touch. And that's happened um, really across most of my life in opportunities that I've been given. And through those opportunities, I'm able to show additional skill set and show people how to simplify what they're doing to create a more organized approach to how they're looking at something. Well, on that note, how would a person know that they needed you? So what are some of the typical, when you get a call, people say, you know, Shane, I'm probably the only one that's ever asked you this question, but, and you say, yeah, you're the 50th one today. So like, what are the leads that somebody knows they need you? 
Yeah, I, I think in the world we're living in right now, Mac, people are overwhelmed um, by daily tasks. And often our target market are, you know, working professionals who also have children, are raising children. Um, and a lot of it goes back to kind of this also sandwiched professional where they're raising children and potentially starting to have to care for their aging parents as well. So they are already taxed with, uh, you know, crazy careers. Uh, taxed with responsibilities of being parents and then potentially having to then care for people outside of their family as well. And so they're looking around themselves, they're looking at their to-do list and they're saying, there's no way possible we can get it all done. And we still want to have some type of life quality that allows us to enjoy what we want to be doing, such as time with children, family, hobbies, vacations, those types of things. So they're looking around at their to-do list and they're saying, how do we get this done? And we are providing those solutions. Um, so anything from, you know, organizing your kitchen so that when you go in to cook, it makes more sense to you to, uh, you know, having a garage that when you open it, you can actually park inside of it for those of us that live in Pennsylvania and have those, you know, crazy winter months, um, you know, to looking at a basement storage to where, you know, those bins that your parents gave you when you moved out 20 years ago are still sitting in Tupperware mm -hmm. containers and you know that they've you don't need anything in it. They're just sitting there because you don't have the time to go through it. So, and then of course, we also have the professionals who are trying to help parents downsize or are helping send kids off to college. All of those life transitions, all of those times in life where like you have more on your plate than you can actually handle, those are all times when people are looking for additional support. And the beauty of who we are as a company is that we have been able to develop a plan and a process for helping people to address those really challenging times. And sometimes it's not even that challenging. It's just you don't have time to do it yourself. So we have the team, we have the process, and we have the plans in place to help people address those those times. Would you say that most of the people that reach out to you have got the, I don't want to call it the psychological piece, but it's like I have this thing that my grandma wanted to give me, and she's been gone for 30 years now, and I really don't want it. But I feel so guilty about getting rid of it, but it's the ugliest thing ever, but yet she wanted me to have it so badly. I mean, how often do you get that? Or are most of them like, Shane, just take the weekend. I'm going out of town. When I come back, make it beautiful. Like, do whatever you want to do. What do yeah. you see more of? Yeah, there's such a wide spectrum into what we're dealing with. Um, but I would say that often uh, there is a psychological component, uh, you know, a a component to each of our projects where there are pieces within those projects that have some type of sentimental value to our clients. And often clients are not on the same page, especially if we're talking about a married couple, <laughs> they're not on the same page as to what is sentimental to one versus the other. And so there's some balance of helping the couple to understand how they're going to work together to determine what's staying, what's going. And then there's some, um, ability to help our clients understand that saying goodbye to something doesn't mean that you don't care about it or it didn't mean something to you at some point, but that maybe it no longer meets that need any longer and we can uh, maybe figure out a way for it to be meaningful, whether through a picture or an online catalog of you know the sentimental pieces that you'd like to be able to look back at or creating something smaller out of something bigger that you could still save, have a piece of it, but not have to have the whole thing. So there's 
definitely a psychological approach to a lot of what we do. Um, that's the beauty of some of our team members we come with coaching and, and psychology backgrounds, um, which has been really cool about how we've developed our team. Um, it really uh, is important that we can not only tackle a project, but also appreciate where the client is along the process of that journey of downsizing and getting organized because it, it really isn't something that comes easily and naturally to most people. No, I'm seeing a little bit with my mom. She's uh, nearly 90 and I moved her from Maryland. She was living up in Frederick and I moved her here probably not too far after we had our podcast. And she was in a two bedroom, but she had so much stuff of my dad when he died and yet she had gotten rid of a lot of stuff. And so I said, if you want to move, we got to do it in this size of truck. So there's a lot of stuff you won't need. And it was just, you know, she worked. And of course, she was moving slow, but it took her months to get rid of stuff. And then, of course, when the movers came and packed it, and we unpacked it here in Clarksville, I said, Mom, I thought you got rid of stuff. It seems like it, it grew on the trip over here. And so now, you know, she says, you know, this is I'm not moving from here. And when I go, you're going to have to deal with this. Mm -hmm. So where I'm going with that is, how often does that happen where it's like you got to deal with this because i think about that sometimes shane in the middle of the night and i'm like wide awake and i can't go back to sleep like mm -hmm. what am i going to do when i walk into her apartment and say what do you do with this 99 percent of which i don't want and yet there it is i mean so when you run across that how do you how would you start yeah, this um, this whole downsizing and support of parent downsizing has become a little bit of a specialty of ours. Um, I think, um, you know, also probably about the same time we did our last podcast, um, my father grew ill very quickly and I ended up having to move him on an emergency move. He and my mother from Florida to Pennsylvania, we had 48 hours to pack up a three bedroom home that they had been in for 12 years. And um and we left with two carfuls of stuff. And in the end, you know, there were things that we still look back at to this day and remember like, gosh, we left that behind and we'll never have that back again. Or gosh, I hope we didn't forget anything that we really wanted. And so from that personal experience, uh, I really took a lot of note to how important it is when at all possible to work alongside a parent or as early as possible to help with that downsizing so that they can be a part of that. But often what we find as a company is that children and parents don't often work effectively together in that process. Absolutely. I will second that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It can be incredibly challenging. So by bringing in a third party to help navigate those waters, it can just make all the difference in the world with that process. So even if we're not hands-on every day, kind of making sure that things are being downsized or donations are being made or things are going in the garbage, kind of creating a plan and helping to project manage like a expectation of where that parent wants to be or where that child and parent combo wants to be over a certain amount of time can make all the difference in the world. So when you actually get there, so our constant message is let's create a plan early and work towards some goals so that you're helping to be a part of that when you're able to be a part of that decision-making process. Yeah. What I hear over and over from you, Shane, is you have to make a plan. You have to make a plan. So that really, you know, when I think about what you're doing for a living and what people are struggling with, 
while they're trying to balance the sandwich generation, you mentioned that, we see that a lot more. The stresses of work, the stresses of the economy, and then you come home to a place that looks cluttered and disorganized. So how does a person, once they've gone through this, get to the point where they can maintain it? Because, you know, I've done this on a yo-yo diet. Man, you do something and you lose 20 pounds in a month, and then you're like, this is great. And then you realize, I like eating something, you know, other than just collard greens and ice cubes, you know, mm-hmm. and you can't sustain it. How does a person sustain the end result of working with you? Yeah, so it looks different for, you know, for each different client. Um, I think our goal is always to to help people become self-sustainable in their uh, how they want to do life. Uh, some people can do that faster than others. We, we like to think of it as a practice. You know, being organized is not just going to happen overnight if it's not a part of who you are. It's usually taken you years to become unorganized or to get to a place of clutter and disarray in your life to where you can no longer take it that you want to reach out and get help. So if it's taken years to get there, it may take some time for you to reverse those patterns, those habits and those cycles and to really engage a new mindset, a new behavior. So just like a diet, which you just referenced, you know, being organized, maintaining an organized home can often feel very much the same way, maybe two steps forward, one step back from time to time. But we want to set you up with a system that gives you a better chance at staying on track with that organization. So we can come into your home and I often encourage every client comes with a different budget and different goals. But I often encourage almost a front end approach to getting organized because the faster we can get you where you want to go, the better chance you have of staying there. But if you kind of take this slow, like let's do one room. So we go back to kind of get to the second room. We're often repairing what happened in that first room when we did it six months before. So it, it really just depends on the client, their skill set as well, and their commitment to the, to the journey. But if we can help you get there quicker, often the systems in place will give you better tools. And then maybe we can consider a six-month or a three-month reset or we can revisit some accountability through some coaching skills that we extend as well to our clients um, to help them stay on track based on the goals that they specifically have. And then occasionally we run into those amazing clients who are like, I just need you to get it done and I can keep it. And they do. And in fact, they really do. But that's not typically what we find. We find people need help along the way. Well, the biggest question is how could we train our children to be just like you were as a little girl who would actually be so clean that you would offer to clean up everything? Yeah, well, we we deal with a lot of families and we talk about what's being modeled from early on. And certainly I came from a home that was always kept up, a mother who was very particular about her home. But I had three siblings and we didn't all behave or turn out to be the same people. So as we all know, as parents, they're all individuals. (laughs) And and while sometimes some would call this a gift, others, like my husband, may call this also a disorder of my own because every time he goes to look for something, I've already put it away. So it really is a perspective. And I think we each have to recognize, you know, who are we? What gifts do we have? Where are we spending our time and how does that feel to us? And what aren't we capable of doing and who can we help to, you know, find to help us do that for them. I think that's great. Well, Shane, if somebody's listening to this right now and says, wow, it sounds as though Shane was speaking right to me and I desperately need to get in touch. But unfortunately, I live in Florida. I live in Texas. 
I mean, are they out of luck, Shane, or can we still reach out to you even if we're not there in Pennsylvania? Yeah, absolutely. So we, you know, primarily focused um, our in-person work in the uh, Pennsylvania area, Montgomery County specifically, um, but we do and are capable of offering virtual services, and we've been doing so successfully for the better part of the past year, year and a half. And uh, so really anyone who is interested in talking to us a little bit about maybe creating a plan or doing some uh, virtual consulting for design or organizing services, we'd be happy to talk to them. Uh, the best way to find me is through a website at www.simplestepsconsulting.com. And uh, we do a lot of promotions, a lot of uh, review of the work that we're doing, uh, regular posting on Instagram and Facebook at Simple Steps Consulting. And uh, we do a monthly newsletter. If you're looking just for some quick tips or some ideas or some inspiration, uh, we try to do that monthly through our newsletter. And you can sign up through that on our website as well. Excellent. Well, if you're listening today, it is Shane Bone, who is the owner of Simple Steps Consulting and can be found at everything Simple Steps Consulting. Now, I can speak personally because I know Shane personally. You can trust her. So mm -hmm. I want you to check out her website and her information. Uh, I think you're going to be very happy that you did. Shane, thanks so much for taking time to speak with us today. Thanks so much, Mac. Always enjoy this time with you and uh, love what you're doing for your community as well. Well, thanks for taking the time to listen to another episode of the HR Oxygen podcast. I hope you enjoy listening to these as much as I enjoy making them. I've learned so much from the guests we've had on the show over the past few years and I hope that you will continue to listen to us regularly. If you are a subscriber on any podcast app or channel, would you do us a favor and take a moment and leave us a review? We would really, really appreciate it. Also, if you have the time, check out all the offerings we have on our website, which is thebossbuilders.com. We have every other month a Sherm Credit webinar that we present, as well as a ton of other events, not to mention our Art of the Great Boss and Art of Being a Great Teammate programs, more information on that site today. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen, and we'll look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Oh, by the way, you may want to unbuckle that seatbelt. I think we just arrived at the gate. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the HR Oxygen Podcast. We hope you found something today that will relieve your stress, feed your soul, and pump you up to face another day. At Boss Builders, we want to let you know that we appreciate the hard work you do every day as an HR professional. And as a reminder, always make sure to adjust your own oxygen mask before attempting to help those around you. Be well.